Hi guys, I'm Nadia. And I'm Thomas. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the topic. topic. We talk about everything from climate change to human rights. For today's episode, we'll look into what feminism is and why people are so disconnected with the term. So we're both feminists. Thomas, do you think you can define what feminism is for those who are still in the dark? In simple terms, feminism is equal rights and opportunities for men, women, whatever you identify as. It is equal rights and opportunities for every human being. That is what feminism actually is. And there are, of course, so many different offshoots of this. But in essence, it all comes down to the same thing, equality. Yeah. And unfortunately, there are so many wrong stereotypes when it comes to feminism, such as that feminist can only be women. When in reality, no matter what you identify as and you support equal rights, you're a feminist. Another one is that feminists hate men, which is just not true. Sure. Feminism is not about putting women above men. It's about putting women and other minorities next to men. Yeah, for sure. And I think the true meaning of the movement gets lost in misinformation, um, yeah. but also in the assumption that a small minority represents the whole movement. Um, something that we have spoken about in the previous episode with Islam yeah. is the way that a small group of extremists or people who don't necessarily represent the true values of a movement can also, you know, almost hijack that meaning or movement and ultimately cause people to become discontent with it. But again, we hardly ever see that sort of thing when it comes to privileged groups. You know, the day in which the entire straight white cis male is defined by incels is the day I'll eat my hat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, surely we all want to be treated equally, no matter what we identify as. Yeah. So why is it that when the word feminism comes up, a lot of people get defensive or disown the term? Yeah, it's a broad issue with a lot of history. Um, but sorry to break it to you. Ultimately, if you look at me and then look at you and you mm. see us equally, you're a feminist. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the reasons why people are so defensive and disconnected is because of the stereotypes that people have when it comes to feminism. Mm. So because of the wrong stereotypes, they don't want to be associated with the term. Yeah. But apart from that, there are some people who actually don't agree with the movement. Mm. So they really think there is no need for equal rights or and opportunities. Basically, they're just bad people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone can change. But I mean, the difficulty that arose... <laughs> you know, when third wave feminism or radical feminism took the lead was that people who weren't associated with the movement became even more disassociated yeah. by it. And in some ways, I can see why. Um, the movement became more outspoken, more fierce, and in some case, more discriminatory. But I don't think it would be right or fair to say that the movement didn't need or wants that. Mm. You know, feminism had become a stale topic. Um, radical feminists brought it you know, brought the fire back to it. And I think the same could be said about the Black Panthers and the civil rights movement. You know, some people may not agree with taking up arms against the oppressor, but to be honest, personally, I think it's needed, uh, you know, as needed as peaceful discussion yeah, and protest. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, in the first episode, we talked about greenwashing and the climate and real action or change is unlikely to happen if we think that big corporations or corrupt governments will just one day listen to people. Yeah. You have to have that balance to get things changed. Let's go into a real life event that happened recently, the abortion law in Texas. Mm. Women are not allowed to get abortions after being pregnant for six weeks. Due to this abortion ban, according to The Guardian, the majority of women in Texas would not be able to access abortion care as most women would not be aware that they are pregnant at an early stage of six weeks. Yeah. 
this abortion ban is just ridiculous. And what's worse is often religion is brought into this. It's nothing to do with religion. Anyone that comes to you with that argument is just using their religion to justify their outdated opinion. It's just pure misogyny. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Um, the thing that always confuses me about the pro-lifers, um, particularly in America, mm. but you know, also around the world, is that they're so very quick to pressure women to protect the lives of what essentially is a bunch of cells forming. Yeah. Um, but they are very quick to dismiss the lives of the women themselves. Exactly. You know, there's always something that they've done wrong. What if it was a mistake? What if it wasn't consensual? Uh, what if it wasn't a mistake, but circumstances changed and actually having a child would seriously affect that person's life or mental well-being? You know, pro-lifers tend to dismiss these arguments, but usually because they don't have an answer. Yeah. Um, I honestly think that they do better to put that energy into other things, um, such as pressuring governments to make a better, safer environment for women and equally a better environment for children to live in. Yeah. You know, putting pressure into systematic change to make child services more accessible and social care more friendly instead of blaming the people who are unfortunately having to deal with an outdated system. Um, you know, ultimately, all this comes down to misogyny or sexism. And yeah. if you agree that people identifying as women um, should have control over their own bodies, then essentially you're a feminist as well. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't make sense. These people are blaming and attacking those who want to get abortions, saying it's not their right to take away a life. But what about the governments who are letting the environment become a difficult place to raise a child? It's just one of the niche issues that women have to face on the wider scale of sexism. Yeah. And this is exactly why we need feminism. Yeah, and another example would be the gender pay gap that yeah. is still happening in a lot of workplaces. One thing that bugs me, I mean, even as a straight white cis male, is when jobs don't list salaries for yeah, that job. Yeah. Um, now, excuse my cynicism, uh, but I often think it's just a really smart way of perpetuating the gender pay gap. So if you never list a salary and then everyone applies and then they come for interviews, uh, then you're in a position where you can determine the salary based on what that person identifies as, yeah. uh, as well as a whole load of other discriminatory basis. Yeah, it's actually one of the things which has been in the forefront of feminist discussion for so long. Yeah. And while it would be wrong to say things are not better on that front, it's not a lie to say that there is a ridiculously long way to go still. Yeah. I think the thing which people who have a problem with feminism or the, the label feminist often tend to forget or even ignore at times is that they should ask themselves if they were in a position where those things happened to them. How would they feel? Yeah. Of course, you're going to get stubborn people who toe the line and insert their current opinions into their own circum circumstances. But I honestly think if these people actually thought about it and understood the fe that feeling of discrimination, mm. then they may begin to understand and relate to the movement. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, but good luck with that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the, the difficulty is people are taught their views most of the time uh, their parents colleagues friends communities have these opinions and it just becomes second nature to be influenced by that lifestyle i'm not saying these things can't change yeah. um you know we've seen that and i'm pretty sure that the vast majority of people understand that the concept of sexism or any discrimination is wrong but they often can't see why what they're doing or saying is wrong within that mm. now 
a slight trigger warning to our listeners, um, but I am going to mention something sensitive to some of you. So please feel free to skip about one minute ahead or just take your headphones out and take a breather for a minute. And Nadia, obviously our listeners listeners will know that some of this is scripted, um, but I want to check if you're okay with me talking about this still. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't mind about it at all, but thank you for checking. Cool, cool. No worries. <laughs> um, as I was saying, I think a good example of this is assault and of course rape. Yeah. Um, men, and as one of them I feel qualified to say this, men understand assaulting or raping someone is wrong. Yeah. We get it. And often, much as it sickens me, when in certain moments a hell of a lot of us still do it. Yeah. it it's wrong of course, and what's possibly worse is that I think a pretty large majority of those men would call themselves feminists. Yeah. And that is troubling. You're right. And I think what this really comes down to is lack of education. I'm certainly not excusing anyone for assaulting anyone. It's wrong and people need to know it's wrong. Yeah. I think that governments particularly, but also workplaces need to integrate consent into sexual education. Yeah. We all learn about some aspect of sexual education in school, or at least you do in the UK. Mm-hmm. But what it often focuses on is like the science behind it, which is all very important. And of course, be safe if you're sexually active. But we really need to start talking about consent. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that by doing that, we integrate yet another really important aspect of feminism, which runs through everything we've spoken about. And of course, the majority that we haven't been able to, which is essentially, if you wouldn't want it done to you, then you shouldn't be doing it to other people. Uh, And in the rare cases where you don't care, then at least start to be empathetic to what others feel and want and learn to respect that. That's what feminism is. Respect. Man, women, non-binary, trans, whatever you identify as. It's about respecting everyone together and understanding we should all be treated equally. In the words of the great Aretha Franklin, (laughs) R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Let's stop now. Um, I think we have covered all the good points for this episode. I hope you guys have taken some good from what we have discussed, learned from it, and continue to take necessary actions towards a better world. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Topic Podcast. Before you go, remember to take care of yourself, take care of others, and also the planet. Bye! next episode of the topic we'll be talking about black lives matter and racial equality with our very first guest speaker to be announced exciting what i've never managed to get my head round, and maybe this is because i grew up with diversity in my family is why on earth would you look at someone Mm. and just because of their skin color make the conclusion they're below you i know right it's almost as if the idea of different is bad in the human mind But that's ridiculous. We all look different anyway, so why should we care if just another aspect of that changes?